Hey community, this is Priscellis from the Yes and Amen podcast, where we have conversations, testimonies, and meditations. This is a meditation episode, so find a comfortable place and let's get started. Welcome, welcome to our very first meditation and in general episode of our new season and of 2021. I'm so glad you're here and that you chose to meditate with us and to be intentional with your meditation and meditating with the Word of God. And so that's what we're going to do today. So I would invite you, wherever you may be, whatever you may be doing, take a moment to slow down. Whether that's slowing down your mind, slowing down your breath, slowing down your body, just slowing down, little by little, being more more and more present with your body, with the Spirit of God that lives in your body. So as you do that, and as you intentionally breathe in and out, I'm going to open this up in prayer. Lord, I thank you for 2021. Thank you that you have brought us into a new year and that we get to live in the newness of you. That you give us access and opportunities to be able to experience what you have for us, the abundance you have ahead of us. God, we thank you for 2020. It may have been challenging and painful and difficult, you kept us through it and you saw us through it and you remain good through it and so we give you the glory and we give you this time in Jesus name amen so today we're going to do something a little different than we usually do in our meditations usually it's one or two scriptures but today we're actually going to meditate on five scriptures Um, that may be a lot (laughs) or may seem like a lot but I would invite you to even beyond this time that we gather here together, that you would meditate further and further on this idea um, of newness and these scriptures that we're going to meditate through. So first, we're going to start with meditating through Isaiah 43, verses 18 and 19. The Word of God reads here, Remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Amen. So as we meditate and enter into this word, even the very first word of this scripture is a powerful invitation Holy Spirit is saying, remember. But remember in the sense of forgetting. (laughs) May sound strange, but it's he is saying, remember not the former things. Forget them. And not forget in the way that we would suppress something or in the way that we don't acknowledge the things that we've gone through but forget them in the sense of 
that we get to be present now, that our thoughts be consumed with right now. So not with yesterday and not with tomorrow, but with right now, because although God was in yesterday and he is in tomorrow, he's also more than ever here with you right now. And so the scripture goes on to say, nor consider the things of old, as in consider what is happening right now with you presently. And then we get to behold that God is doing a new thing, that he is springing forth a new thing. In this version, it says, do you not perceive it? In other versions, it says, do you not see it? And so even here, even right now, we get to be present with what we are seeing in the present. What is God doing in your life right now that is new? He's doing something. So whether you're aware of it or not, that doesn't change the fact that he is making something new in your life. Maybe it's you. Maybe it's your mindset, your thought life, your heart, your understanding. Maybe it's around you. Maybe it's people or circumstances. The scripture goes on to show us that he will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. What is your wilderness right now? what's perhaps really hard to accept or see or experience right now, what is really perhaps painful or seems chaotic to you right now. And maybe it is past-centered, maybe it's something that has passed and has happened, but it's presently making you feel like you're in a wilderness right now. Think of that thing. Even if it's difficult, God wants to meet you here as you think about that thing, perhaps that person, that circumstance, that situation, maybe even that sin. And he wants to tell you and show you that he is sending you Jesus. He is sending you the way in the wilderness. He is not leaving you alone there. He never has, he never will. He's not trying to let you figure it all out. He's not saying it's up to you. He is saying that he is willing and able to make a way in your wilderness. That he is willing and able to create a river in your desert to bring the living water that is his son into your life do you not perceive it and what's beautiful about the word of God is that it's all connected and so as I was saying earlier as we move in through different scriptures Isaiah was in the Old Testament, now we're going to move to the New Testament in 2 Corinthians 5, 17. 
where it says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. And maybe when we reference this scripture, we think of the Isaiah 43 scripture. Maybe we don't. But I see Jesus all over that Isaiah 43 scripture. And then in the second Corinthian scripture, Jesus is clearly all over it as well. In showing it that because we've given our life to Jesus, he himself is making us a new creation. As we die to ourselves and pick up our cross and walk alongside him, we get to walk in the newness of Christ. The old is gone and the new has come. This doesn't just happen on the day you get water baptized or the day you gave your life to Jesus. He is doing this daily in your life. And so what he's asking you to do is to see it, to notice it. In noticing and in seeing it, we change our perspective. We gain more gratitude. Our faith grows in immense ways in remembering and seeing how Jesus is moving in a new way in our life. And then finally we connect to Revelation 21.5 that says, And he who was seated on the throne said, that was Jesus, Behold, I am making all things new. Also he said, Write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. Amen. Don't you know that Jesus' promises and his words are trustworthy and true? And so as we're beginning in this new year, I would invite you to enter into a space of presence of what is God making new in your life? What has he already made new in your life? And how does that change how you live? how you think, how you speak, how you pray, how you interact with others, how you worship God, how you love yourself, how you serve others, how you manage your finances, how you plan for the future. How does all of that change because you know and see and trust that Jesus is making all things new from the throne that he is sitting on. Because yes, Jesus is making all things new. He is working hard on our behalf, interceding, building, remaking, renewing, restoring. But then where's our role in this? We get to partner with him and our partnering comes with reflecting and writing down and journaling. But also, we get invited to partner with him through Romans 12:2, which reads, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God and what is good and acceptable and perfect. Right there, 
the word of God is saying what I just shared. That when we are aware and then when we ask for a renewal in our mind, then we will walk differently, live differently. And we'll also have an access and awareness to God in a new way. There comes a point in our walk with Jesus that perhaps we've become comfortable or we feel that we can easily hear from him or just know what he's saying. But there are times where we need to humble ourselves to ask the Lord to renew our minds, to cleanse us, to heal us, because we are in constant need of Jesus. And then finally, Ephesians 4, verses 20 to 24, reads this. But that is not how you come to know Christ, assuming you heard about him and were taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus, to take off your former way of life, the old self that is corrupted by deceitful desires, to be renewed in the spirit of your minds, and to put on the new self, the one created according to God's likeness in righteousness and purity of the truth. Amen. I like how the scripture is ending by reminding us of our identity, that we are image bearers, imago Dei, made in the image of the one true God. And so we get to live righteously and in the purity of truth. But that does require a part from our end to take off the old self, to remember not the former things. And so what old self are you still wearing? Are you still holding on to? Are you still clinging to? What old self in you are you still devoted to? Do you passively not consider that old self in sin or in realizing that that is not a person that serves God or glorifies God in thinking about your old self? So what parts of your old self are perhaps still finding its way into your life, into your voice, into your mind, into your actions. And invite God there. He wants to meet you there. And right there, he wants to make you new. He wants to make a way in the wilderness. He desires to give you rivers in your desert. He wants to show you and remind you that he is trustworthy and that his words are true. He wants to show you that he has made you a new creation and that you don't have to be conformed to this world, but that you can be transformed by the renewal of your mind through the power of the Holy Spirit. So right where you are, as this old self is trying to move into this new year, 
or move into this new way that you're trying to live or move into, into this new mindset that you're trying to have. You don't have to try to free yourself of this old self by yourself. You get to work and partner with God in it. He wants to set you free and deliver you. You simply have to invite him in. And so friend, I pray that this be a year full of you inviting Jesus in into the hardest parts of your life into the parts of you that you do not like because he wants to make you new. It is his desire for your life. It is why he sent his son to the cross to die for you. He does not want you to live in sin anymore. He wants you to live an abundant life and a life full of newness. And so I pray that that will be your life moving forward, that you will Call on to Jesus. Run to him so he can be your renewal, so he can be your restorer, and so he can make you all things new in your life. Father God, we thank you. We thank you that you are all of these things and more to us, that you're willing and able to meet us where we are, that you're willing and able to see us as we are, and still you love us. You love us in all of what we are. Whether we're a better person tomorrow or a more righteous and holy person tomorrow, you will love us tomorrow just as much as you're loving us today, just as much as you loved us in our old self, Lord. You love us. And so help us hold on to that truth. Help us know that that truth is trustworthy, God, and that it's enough to transform our lives. We give you this year, God. We trust you in this year, even as we continue in this pandemic and in this pain and in this quarantine and in the death that we are seeing in this world. We will trust you, God, that you are making a way in the wilderness, that you are making rivers in the desert, and that you are worthy of all praise. And so we love you, God. We trust you and we give you all of the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. I pray that meditation blessed you. Please be encouraged that you can do meditations anywhere at any time. And, and the Bible invites us to meditate on the Word of God. And so I pray that um, this time blessed you and that we can stay connected. Join us for another meditation episode or a conversation soon. Be blessed. God is with you.